I'm James. And I'm Stephen. <laughs> and you're listening to The, the Big, Big Game Bucket List. <laughs> the Big Game Bucket List is a fabulous fortnightly podcast which explores the shared social and cultural experiences most gay people have or expect to have as we go about our lives. All served with a healthy dose of reverence and James shouting into microphones. Yay! We love our award losing podcast. Yes. <laughs> but james tell us what's on our bucket list today today we are deep diving into travel options because we're all bored we're all sick of this weather we're all sick of these storms we're sick of this this snow storm ellen storm daniel storm whoever the hell else it was we're gonna we're gonna find out where we should be packing our bags and heading off to when the summer months hit us in a couple of weeks Uh, i've also got some uh, deep dark secrets to reveal about my uh my particular fears around certain root vegetables and <laughs> <laughs> and a shocking story about a poundland a poundland prank gone wrong. <laughs> but before all that, let's, let's put, put the, the kettle, kettle on for, for a co-host, co-host catch-up. So James, I think um, my co-host catch-up would be peppered with your co-host catch-up. Oh, as ever, James provides content. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's true. I'm not going to lie. There's not a lot of space in this room with the <laughs> ego, not, is there? It's not my fault. I have to be at your big party. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, on the guest list. messaging me two days before because I hadn't <laughs> accepted on Facebook. I hate... Are you definitely coming? I hate organizing parties so much. And the stress, I swear the stress of that day was more so around whether people were actually going to turn up to the pub rather than anything to do with. So for people that didn't watch your 600 Instagram story, <laughs> tell us what went on. <laughs> Please give us a, a, give us a um, well. Yeah, I suppose we've been we've been we've been uh, s- s- being um, met. We've been talking about it for the last couple of uh, couple of months. We, we? Well, we. I mean, we on the po- we talked about it. We talked about it, Stephen. We provide the content. <laughs> disagree <laughs> um yeah so my my, my episode of first dates finally aired uh finally. thursday the coming. 20th of february i became a national fucking treasure <laughs> <laughs> i have to say when was... did you become delusional <laughs> <laughs> thursday the 20th of february <laughs> it was definitely at least two weeks before that <laughs> um kudos to you congratulations yeah. No, it was it was great, um, and actually, it was it was a super positive experience overall. I really really enjoyed it, um, despite the slight amount of anxiety leading up to to it actually being on. Yeah, no, I, I think um, um, I think you came across fabulously well. Um, the party was really 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 good. Yeah, actually. so we so had yeah, so we we had um, we had I had a, a viewing party in sixteen bar sixteen sixty one on Green Street, which is just off uh, Capel Street. And I would, I mean, I, I know that not everyone agrees, but I really enjoyed it as a, as a party venue. I thought it was brilliant. No, I I liked it, but I don't think the bar nor you anticipated the amount of revelers you were going to have. I I certainly did not anticipate the number of revelers I was going to I have. I mean, Martin had to wait how long for a vodka oh, soda? Jesus, like 20 minutes. Oh yeah, my God. Good. Well, look, I wasn't waiting that long for a drink all night. They were being shoved into me hand. If I'm never going to have a wedding, shot. at least I've had this. <laughs> well, that's true, actually. You sort of, you have to make it a mm. big event. But uh, yeah, I certainly enjoyed the night. Yeah, no, it was great. It was really good fun. Um, it was and really interesting watching you on the screen performing, but also performing to watch the screen. 
I am a performer. I can't help it. What did I thought that what was the funny thing about the um the the show the show really portrayed me very much as sort of an angel, sort of a I, I, a friend messaged me. No, they did. Like in the storyline, it was like I was coming along to help Washington eight, and he was you know the person who was trying to uh, beauty school dropout, and I was I was arriving in like the the angel whatever that was. But uh, someone sent me a uh, sent me sent me a message, and they said that I I was the gay Dalf <laughs> of the episode. There to guide him out through into I, the into the gay scene. <laughs> yeah. oh, I like that. Um, but I just what I what I I was very happy that they portrayed in that because they would have had quite a bit of material to show me as being a bit more of a kind of a um, bit, uh, neurotic, pratfall uh, kind of comedic moments that okay. that wouldn't have made it. I don't know whether I'm allowed to speak about what did or didn't happen, but we had a big long conversation about all the stuff about him coming out and about my coming out and about sort of my journey to be making friends in the gay scene and part of being part of that and about his kind of reluctance to get involved. Uh, we also did a load of shots of tequila and uh, I had, I, I wasn't able to turn the taps on in the bathroom and I was thinking, God, I'm going to be going in here. And then I sort of, I, I, I sort of was told the barman about how Mateo was this big daddy and I was like, I was expecting all that stuff to be in and for me to come out looking like an absolute fucking moron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. surreal, yeah, because you obviously remember it firsthand but then you're trying to think why they edited it a certain way and obviously that's why yeah, the Teen yeah. Angel Beauty School Drop I think yeah, yeah. Um, I have to say out of everyone on the actual show that night you definitely well I suppose look I'm biased I stole the show did I well you were the most normal <laughs> I, I feel um, and even like I kept an eye on Twitter during it um, yeah. mainly because I knew other people were doing it and I wanted to try and hide stuff from you if you got negative reactions which you didn't yeah no there was there was because I, I, I had to look I had to look at Twitter oh god someone put up a picture of Minister for Health James Riley um, and was like James from Balbriggan 20 years from now and then I was watching the match on Sunday afternoon and had lost interest in it and someone showed me that tweet and then I just tweeted a picture of myself beside Minister, a picture of Minister for Health James Riley I tweeted back at him and then he was all like oh I'm really sorry I didn't mean to do <laughs> oh, this <wow>. that's hilarious <laughs> no I think like that was James slaps back <laughs> <laughs> we've spoken about that before though <laughs> About my, well, I I very much I I own it. I'm like I I understand. I do. I look like Minister for Health James <laughs> Riley. Okay, I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did a bit like years ago. I remember the conversation coming up. I don't even know who. No, suggested absolutely. It. Like, it was, it's, I look like when I've got the beard, I look like Minister for Health James Riley. And when I don't know, why I keep calling him Minister, Minister for Health. Health. <laughs> Sorry, he's no longer yeah, Minister for Health. Ex Minister for Health James Riley. When I have my beard, when I get rid of my beard, I look like Don Connery. So it's like you oh, know, wow. oh, celebrity like crap Don spots. Come, would you mind go shaving now? So we can... no, no, never again. Uh, I, as well as Don Connery, I look like a paedophile. So. But uh, you were living your best life anyway. Yeah, no, absolutely. At your, at your uh, viewing party. But yeah, no, it was really, really good. And I had to rewatch it because obviously I didn't see everything um, on, on the night with people shouting and stuff. Usually you with microphones. But um, actually it was you in real life. Yeah. Because you kept, you had sort of a running dialogue at certain stages as well, which was kind of cute. Oh, I didn't remember that. Yeah. You're kind of oh. like, oh, this is this part. Yeah. Oh well, look here you go. Isn't it great? It's like, it was like I a direct. It. it was like a like a director's cut kind of. What's that's, that thing where the the, yeah. the 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 um the person's doing the speaking over the thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. commentary director's mm. commentary. That's exactly what it was like. Mm. And uh, what you don't know here, yeah. Is, uh, <laughs> yeah. In fact, <laughs> but um, I'm just glad it's all over, so you can stop talking about it. Yeah, I know. Exciting. And stop sharing stuff on Instagram about it. Pretty mm. much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, well, we need the likes. Yeah. So I applaud you for that. You love you. Keep liking hoard, everything. Hoarding hoard, hoard, myself out. <laughs> 
But uh, once you had a good, um, once you had a good reaction from it, and once you enjoyed doing it, then why not? Yeah, I would genuinely uh, recommend anyone who's out there thinking about it to put in the application. Which is funny because when me and you were walking up towards six and sixty-one, I don't really remember. I got an email saying first dates applications is are now open, literally that day. Ooh. So you never know. This time next year. 2021 you never know Stephen Hackett in the house well uh, would you go background dater or main dater um I would have said background initially but seeing you doing it and seeing how much fun you had with it even though it took a fucking awful long time to get to air um I think I'd fuck it I think I'd wear my heart in my sleeve yeah because if anything um I think it showed you in a very very positive light I was yeah. wasn't sure whether it was going to uh judging by just what you said on on stuff I thought it was going to be yeah. Washington's game but I think they portrayed you really well. So, yeah, why not? Yeah, no, that's the thing. One thing, I suppose, actually, what I got out of it um, quite a bit from... I, I suppose I would rely quite a lot on... And actually, this goes back to kind of what we were talking about in the last episode, sort of around the kind of, uh, like, the, 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 the idea you have of yourself, or whatever. I would have kind of anticipated that they were going to focus in on the, like, kind of big personality, the kind of, like, yeah. joking, laughing, that kind of stuff, that that was going to be the main feature of it. But then the fact that they focused in on a more kind of warmer, more empathetic, more 100%. compassionate version, I was kind of like, oh that's also part of part of, of the character I have. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. know, not let out all well, that much your... and takes a lot of expert editing to get there, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's the real you. Um, and I think there was one or two negative Twitter comments and I was thinking, God, if, if James is getting that, me knowing how close a friend I am and who he really is, and if there's yeah. one or two people saying negative stuff, I'm going... How? What gives people license as a keyboard warrior to do that when they literally d- did not know you from Adam? Yeah, well, I mean, the only one I saw about the negative thing was there was someone saying like, oh, James is kind of everything that I wouldn't want to date in a man. That's and, exactly and what I was, And I was to. just like, well, fair enough. But was, it, it, to me, that just made no sense because I was like, for one, they're actually editing him in, in a really good light, even though this is 100% James. Yeah. But they're editing in a really good light. It wasn't a negative thing, yeah. which mm-hmm. I didn't guess. So. What I found interesting on Twitter was the divide over your shirt. Some people loved yeah. it and some people hated it. <laughs> yeah, um, I, did, I did enjoy one particular Twitter exchange was one person said, oh my God, I need to know where James got his shirt right away. And then someone replied, a bin? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one Twitter. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and just for all the fans out there, it was from a Vancouver charity shop in 2008. I apologize. Wow. Yeah, I know. I've had it for a long time. You really have. Yeah. I liked the comment that somebody said you looked like... Um, it was the was it the the polystyrene cups from Save by the Bell? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I liked that. No, it is it, it, it kind of back. yeah, it did. Yeah, that was what it was. It was the throwback shirt. Yeah, but congratulations. Hashtag throwback Thursday. Thanks for the fabulous evening and thank you for going for, on first for throwing myself out there. Perfect. I can't wait for next time to be on Strictly Come Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> <laughs> Not my gig. <laughs> Not my gig. <laughs> Well, more chance of that than Celebrity X Factor anyway. Yeah. Well, that's true. I'll go into the jungle. Strictly shouting into microphones. Starring. <laughs> so today we're joined by Ed Finn, multi-award winning travel journalist. He's going to help us uh, get by this horrible uh, grey, wintry um, sort of nightmare of storms that we've had to start thinking about our summer holidays, which hopefully coronavirus pending we actually get to go on <laughs> yeah lovely to be here guys really nice thanks for having me on yeah welcome so and yeah the the virus is uh, kind of uh, dominating 
everything at the moment in the travel world. I yeah. guess a lot of travel agents are sort of on hold in a sort of a holding pattern because people are just being a little bit defense. I mean, like the fact that, you know, 30,000 plus people have been you know have had it yeah. and have recovered and you know because of the media and the way you know it's it's always the the big headlines so it's, it's unfortunate yeah wow, okay. yeah so there's actually been quite a lot and it is um i mean they were even saying in the uk the um department our kind of equivalent of dfa over there mm. the foreign affairs department of foreign affairs were saying that they were even going to maybe issue warnings to elderly people because in fact the majority of them have all been yeah. elderly so you know which is on you i mean again something that's just part particular to this particular virus, virus yeah. yeah so it's a strange one but i mean it's just it's just unsettling and of course you know people are just like trying to cancel holidays and of course the department is, is saying that that's a, there's no problem going to yeah. that destination so the insurance doesn't kick in so it's all the agents that, are battling all this stuff but I, I would i thought would you you'd reckon it's always a good idea to have travel insurance as was either isn't it I yes mean, yeah yes as much as you can yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is seriously the yeah. Yeah. and the industry. eu card yeah, you know, yeah well, that's, i need card. to get my in case i get coronavirus in gran canaria <laughs> in april you know yeah, yeah i'll get yeah. worse things in the dark rooms it's fine yeah <laughs> 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 the bunker. I don't yeah. know. Does it? I mean, would that be interesting? I wonder. Does it live in the to survive or does it? Is it possible? It's kind of the weather. It, it, it seems to be cold weather that it thrives in. Apparently, so. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So the, when the when the weather is warming up, they're hoping that it's going to sort of help as well. So it'll kind of be like a flu season thing. They're hoping that it'll yeah. kind of it'll just fade yeah. away, and then yeah. they'll need to, they'll have a year maybe to try and yeah, figure because out. predominantly it's kind of come from places that were cold. Yeah. And, but it's been brought by people, you know, I think it's 14 days kind yes, of incubation yeah, yeah, yeah. period, but, you know. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll just hope for the best with it, but, you know. Well, let's let's continue with the optimistic mindset that we like to enjoy <laughs> on this podcast. Yes, yes. <laughs> and assume that there is no such thing as coronavirus. Yeah. yeah. And we're going to talk then about kind of the best places for LGBT travel. Um, although, actually, I, I was looking over the last couple of days because I, I was thinking we're, we're, we're going to be talking about it. And there's there's an abundance of G travel not so much in the L's. Yes, 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 absolutely. And I mean, for 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 gay travelers, you know, um, male and female, there are a lot more dangerous things out there than, that is than true. virus. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I mean, like traveling. I mean, obviously, we don't travel to Nigeria because nobody goes there anyway because yeah. it's not a tourist destination. But ranked as the most dangerous country in the world if you're a gay person, you know. Yeah, which is terrifying. But back to yeah. your point, yeah, um, L lesbian. Yeah, I mean, th- th- the Greek islands have always been a big spot for them. Of course, yeah. the famous island of Lesbos, which is like a sort of a mecca, I yeah. suppose, for lesbians in a way because it's there's so much there for them and the history there so the, the of les- female love and stuff like that is kind the, of the lesbians go to Lesbos and the the gays go to Mykonos. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Sorry, well. that was terrible. That was terrible. Yeah, yeah. Is that what you were yeah. thinking about during the week? Is it? Yeah. It was. <laughs> I was googling it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, there's. A, I mean, making us actually. If you if you've been, I it, I was there actually, kind of off season. There are lots of actually lesbian bars there as well. Really? Yeah, but so there's a. It's a really. It's a. It's a big scene. Um, but you're right. I mean, there is. It is. It is a, a sort of. A, there is a little bit of a. What I would say. Um, uh, there's a little a lack of of, yeah. of sort of lesbian only bars and yeah, stuff like yeah. that, you know. And we do, I suppose we love. Uh, I suppose 
around Europe, there's an awful lot of kind of like very hot gay destinations. So where, I suppose, what would be your, your tips for like the hotspots? Maybe slightly off the beaten track. If you don't want to go to Sidges during Bear Week and you don't want to go to, to Mykonos during Pride, like where would you say are the best? Well, last year I was really lucky and I went to Europe Pride and yeah. I was the only Irish media at Europe Pride, <laughs> which I was very kind of yeah. proud of, which was nice. And um, like Sweden, uh, like Gothenburg, yeah. um, uh, Finland, I must say Helsinki. I did the Tom of Finland tour wow. in Helsinki, which was really cool. Yeah, um, yeah. Dressed in leather from head to toe. No, I'm not mad <laughs> into leather, but you have to was, get into the mood. I had to join a leather tour because, you know, Tom liked his leather. So um, so I actually find quite, it was very enjoyable, you know, yeah, and it was yeah. really nice. But Scandinavia, I think, is a great place. You know, yeah. I mean, I mean, I think Sweden was voted as the best country country for gay and lesbian travelers so definitely uh, they are just it's just par for the course up there and yeah. it's just it's it's amazing i mean you go into shops and they have little you know when you're going buying in kitchen shops they have little men on top for you know for your wedding cake <laughs> things and like you know they just you know you get things that you go like wow it, they're just so far ahead i think yeah, in ways, yeah. you know absolutely so yeah it's an idea it's an ideal place and they have lots of i mean you know i think um wasn't it wasn't fetish i mean i'm talking about the leather stuff there but i think yeah um, fetishism was declared not a disease or something last year the year Oof. before so the whole leather <laughs> Uh, well, yeah. community up there were delighted about that yeah. and all that so you know it was yeah so it's very kind of forward thing but that's really good and then I think not far behind there um, Norway again is the same um, and Canada is another yeah, country absolutely. that's really good Belgium is another one I think that's very uh, very advanced progressive very yeah. good as well yeah very gay friendly yeah um, so places like that I mean I must say of course Spain I would just say Sitges but yeah. Madrid of course which is a beautiful city absolutely ones. fabulous city. Yeah, yeah that's a yeah. really good one I mean again look at the countries like I mean, I lived in Cape Town for seven years and Mandela was mad, in, madly in favour of, you know, same-sex marriage. I was quite surprised marriage. at that index that South Africa was so high. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing because he was like, the ANC were, it's funny, you know, they were very pro-equality um, and yeah. they were very pro, I mean, you know, we had loads of them here in Ireland during the apartheid times, but they were very pro-same-sex. And it's funny because it was the Afrikaans... Dutch Reformed Church women yeah. that were against it. I yeah. mean, I, I remember right. one day when, when just before they brought in uh, marriage, in, full marriages in, in South Africa, there was a big call in radio and all these women like were ringing in, you know, South African ladies who were sort of Dutch Reform and they were ringing up about, gee, you know, God does not want yeah. men to marry men. And I remember ringing in and I remember asking this woman, you know, was Jesus married? Yeah. And uh, she was like, <laughs> no, of course not. And I'm like, well, and he hung around with 12 men. And she said, yes. And I said, well, isn't it entirely possible that Jesus was gay? And, you know, they played it all week on Cape Talk. Yeah. Radio. I, mean, oh I was my. a little bit hungover, actually, when I rang in. But When you um, get cranky, that's when you're at your best yeah, sometimes. But, you know, like, and of course, you know, she couldn't. And uh, Tim Medice, yeah. who was like the, the kind of uh, South African Pat Kenny, yeah. he was uh, like, well, is that, there was, is that blasphemy? And I'm like, well, it's, if it's true or if it's not true, you don't know. You yeah, know? But anyway, yeah. the whole thing was really funny. But Mandela was really in favour of it. So yeah. right, okay. Cape Town is known as the mother city or the, you know, they have the Queer City Project there. It's a, it's, wow. it's kind of on a par with sort of like Australia, really, when yeah. you talk about it. Everyone, it's just taken as part of the co part for the course, the course there, and yet so many countries in Africa they are hugely anti-gay, and that's yeah. really scary. But the, and that's very much coming from the Baptist 
yeah. religions that they kind of go in there and they sort of it's and they brainwash people yeah. as well about us about gay people yeah. you know that it's so wrong and that's yeah. terrible you know it is and you see you I mean you see that coming through with the sort of the, the laws that are trying to change and um, I think that that we as gay people living in affluent countries have a certain responsibility to try and um, I suppose do as much as we can to help the people in those situations and, and part mm-hmm. of that could be just not picking those as a holiday destination because I don't I don't know how many gay friends of mine have been off to the UAE and Abu Dhabi yeah. and Dubai and they like, oh, the shopping's great or it's amazing. But it's like, but also you do realize that the LGBT people living in those countries, like they're not going shopping with their partners. <laughs> no, no. Oh yeah, no. I mean, you know, like you can be put in jail for 10 years for public displays of affection. Yeah. And I mean, they say that's for all sexes. But if you're, if you're gay, of course, that's something you just don't do. Yeah. But um, it's funny when I went to you know, I went to Abu Dhabi for the first time. I went for a gourmet Abu Dhabi thing, you know. And yeah. Rachel Allen was actually yeah. the head chef because they brought in. They wanted a female because it's yeah. such a male-dominated society. Yeah. And uh, I was asking the the lady there who works at the tourist board, you know, when you know when do they go and meet women? How do they date here? And if yeah. then she said like male Emiratis aren't officially introduced to women until they're twenty one. And I was wow. like, wow. I said, and what do they do up to then? And she said, well, I leave that up to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so I leave that up to your imagination. So I was like, oh, and, I, and she kind of winked at me. And I'm like, oh, right. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not sure what that meant. <laughs> I, I'll just put it out there. That was the answer I got, you know? Yeah, Jesus. So, but of course, it's it's a funny one because, and in Turkey, you know, when you go to Istanbul, you see everywhere you go and all the cafes and everywhere you go, it's men everywhere, you yeah. know? And the women don't seem to be there at all. And, you know, it's, it's a hugely... It's, it's, so it's very funny sometimes I think to wonder what is actually you know the whole and there is a, basis there's a, there's of it a, there's a there's a almost like there's a, a very physical element to some of the relationships in those areas because that's you know the, the the kissing and the like holding hands and that kind of stuff is part of some of the cultures and it's like yeah you know in the context that it's happening then it's fine but if you know these people happen to like sort of fancy each other then it's like get into jail yeah 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 <laughs> or, or get into the back room or get in somewhere it, yeah. whatever yeah absolutely I mean you, because I mean it's funny because Istanbul you know I mean, which is yeah. a very uh, gay friendly place in my experience yeah. you know the, a lot of the clubs there were there was loads of places to go and, and uh, you know, meet like Turkish guys and that was really something I kind of found you know it's strange but that's probably because Istanbul sort of is in two continents yeah, and sort of you yeah, know it's yeah. slightly different you know it's sort of e- Asia meets Europe yeah, kind of thing, yeah so but yeah a few question marks there about that but yeah. you know but, uh, <laughs> yeah but yeah. as a journalist Istanbul is quite dangerous whatever sexual <laughs> whatever sexual orientation <laughs> you are because you can be out in front of the game but you have to hide the fact you're a journalist yes, that's it no, big time 300 last year locked up you know so you wouldn't want to be anti-party no absolutely party oh Jesus absolutely not is it was it was it it wasn't Istanbul that Jamal Khashoggi was no it, no. no it was it was in um, it was in uh uh, hold on a second wasn't it in um, Abu no the one of the Emirates, Emirates wasn't it oh I thought it was somewhere so closer to Europe wasn't no. it Saudi Saudi Arabia yeah because yeah, no it's Saudi Arabia did yeah. it but he was I'm going, I'm going no, to but Google it no while he was in the, their country no 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 I'm, I'm going oh, to oh no um, he was in the embassy in oh where was he in the embassy oh it was Istanbul this is great it listening. was Turkey so, oh. there, there you go no no I, it, was, it was Istanbul isn't it am I right that, yeah he was yeah, he, in Istanbul in Turkey so yeah. there you go yeah. dangerous to be a member of the press in, in Abu Dhabi or in um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially if you're on the wrong side of the Saudis well, <laughs> well you know absolutely I mean that's the other thing I mean you know um, 
there's a lot i mean those uh, those countries as well i, I find now I, I more and more don't choose i've never been to dubai for lots of reasons yeah. and i was when i was in abu dhabi um, I remember we were out on a safari and we came over this sand dune yeah. and we saw all these workers in blue suits like in 45 degree heat building something yeah. and they all lived in prefabricated sort of accommodation way outside you know there's just this huge dichotomy of rich and yes. like the Emiratis would never work in a shop no, you know yeah. they don't actually there was a guy opened a shop there and he was locked up you know, <laughs> because wow. it's like you know they're given a house when they reach a certain age yeah. you know it's just a weird society but anyway we should we'd be great if we could have that oh, here yeah, no, absolutely I mean it's all the housing crisis <laughs> yeah I'd be, I'd be great if we get a left government in maybe once you reach 18 we can all get a house that would be brilliant <laughs> and we'd never be allowed to open a shop that's no, it exactly. yeah. you're not a shop girl yeah, you're more than that um, but anyway, yeah, so I mean, I, I tend to, uh, what you're saying there, um, even though Abu Dhabi was quite nice and everything, yeah. I mean, there's a certain um, uncomfortable sort of feeling there. You know, I was with another friend of mine mm-hmm. and two of us, and you're put in separate rooms. Like, they don't put two yeah. men in the room, you know, so these things are a bit weird. Yeah, absolutely. You feel being marked yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A funny one, actually, we're talking about Cape Town in South Africa. Mm-hmm. There's a lovely little town called Sutherland, Sutherland, which is famous for this salt... Um, telescope and for stargazing and yeah. it's one of the best in the world and uh, there was a gay couple rang up this bed and breakfast up there and they asked they were booking and uh, the guy when the woman asked for the other name it was another male name and she then said she was fully booked yeah and um then they rang up and said they were a male and female and then she was not booked, fully booked anymore. So anyway, that, all the gay community in Cape Town descended on Sutherland, Sutherland for the next oh like sort of six <laughs> months and she had to go on radio. But that was the only time I came across sort of, but uh, she was, she was, uh, she was gay lashed or whatever yeah. the word is. I don't know. Gay, doing, but, uh, gay she gentrification. Le- yeah, she learned her lesson. And she was Rainbow trying, lash. Yeah, but you know, uh, that stuff is so infuriating though, isn't it? You it, know, it is. Like, no, you absolutely. Know, I mean, discrimination like that is terrible. I mean, you, yeah, when you feel you're, you ha- you can't be honest about yourself or who you are or like what you're you know if you're there with someone that like is a partner or whatever you, you just you, you have this sort of sense of like oh I need to be careful to walk and yeah. Yeah, but you get, I think you get that even in a staycation even in Ireland you feel yeah. like oh, you would do. Yeah, absolutely. hotels are being yeah. yeah yeah you do so, I mean yeah. I've had uh, which is just weird like I hate it I get people saying oh we booked a double you yeah, know, exactly. um, absolutely. Would you prefer? Would, would I, would, yeah, if you'd like yeah. to wait, I can make it a tw- And I'm like, no, no, the uh, double is fine. Why, yeah. why are you asking me that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, like, yeah, I yeah, just, yeah. that's, you know, that's so like, yeah. oh, it, it really annoys <laughs> no, me. It, yeah, it's no, changing it, a lot. Like, I it know. Is. Absolutely. Has, and even, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, there's, there's B&Bs I've stayed in with, with, uh, with women that were in their 70s and were yeah. more than accommodating. Yes. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. No issue of it by any means. Yeah. 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 There's, there's two sides of the coin. No, there's totally. I mean, this Dunvarn, I was at the outing there a couple Years ago, and uh, a fabulous B and B woman, the lady there had a B and B, and she was with. I was friend, and she was fantastic. You yeah, know? she was like yeah. bringing us breakfast in bed. Yeah, and I was like really couldn't believe it. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you, meant, you mentioned the outing there, which is um, a huge. Well, it's very. It's a bit. The sort of the gay matchmaking festival that now happens over in. Listing Varna. Listing Varna. Yeah. Um, where else in Ireland is is good for a gay getaway? Because especially us Dublin people are so focused in on like, well, the only pay, like the only gay scene in in Ireland in our estimation sometimes <laughs> is the Dublin one. But there is a lot going on outside of our outside of Dublin. Yeah, it's really funny. You know, I mean, I remember like going to up to the Loch Esk Castle Hotel in Donegal and with uh, Dara, uh, 
friend of mine and we ended up going into Donegal and like we were a bit drunk and we were holding hands and um, the locals embraced us it was like <laughs> and he was Dara you know he's a character he was like the New Ireland embrace the New <laughs> Ireland but they were all they totally embraced so I, it's funny it, it, I was very impressed with that yeah. and, uh, and in fact um, sometimes when you're in some bars and some stuffy hotels like yeah. in Ireland you'll find you'll find it's not locals but it's like Americans who are like who have left Ireland years yeah. ago and haven't kind of kept up with what's happened here, yes, yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. still that old sign of kind of convert con- yes. conservative type, and they seem, seem quite appalled. I mean, when during the election of Trump and Hillary here in Dublin, one of them was saying to me, "Oh, you know, Hillary's a lesbian." I remember, yeah. I never forget, and I was like, yeah, "So what does that mean?" I mean, they, he assumed like we, you know, that would he did that would shake you to your core. Irish, yeah, we were going to be like, "Oh God, we can't have Ireland." <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was, and we were. I, we were just like God Almighty, yeah, you yeah. know, in a restaurant here in town. But <laughs> I think all over Ireland, um, Cork certainly, um, yeah. where I mean, I'm from. I mean, I must say they've got quite a nice scene. They had for years there, like you had loafers and you yeah. had always stripes going back years ago, yeah. you know, which was always there was always a good sort of a little scene there. Yeah. But Cork was, I think, uh, and even when you go into West Cork and Kinsale is very cosmopolitan. Yeah. Um. So I think Ireland has really. I think you know it's it's. You know, I don't think there's one place that's for gay. I mean, Belfast, talking about Ireland yeah. and Northern Ireland as well. I mean, great gay scene yes, up there. Yeah. Fantastic. I've actually, I've never, I've never been, been to either. Belfast. Oh my God. I know, never. Have you not watched my program, Never Been North? <laughs> I, I haven't. Okay, we that's okay. Gonna, like, we'll be getting Well, we're going to bore you to death later <laughs> with that, right? But, uh, no, but I mean, it's very funny because, you know, they have great clubs up there and they yeah. have great, great drag scene. And the Kremlin, of course, is kind of quite iconic. Yes, it is. And um, but but all the hotels now. I mean, I've I've really found no problem at all there. You know, yeah. and you find that's quite interesting about Belfast. That I mean, that that is interesting. So because it's been such a polarizing issue yeah. up there for them <clears> in the last couple of years, in particular with the whole the Absolutely. assembly not being up and at all. Like it all, it seemed to all like fall down on that one issue of gay marriage, and there was like such a big amount of people who were pro, and so it was like the other people who were not against it. And it's great to think that the the actual scene is thriving because yeah. you can yeah. you, you could be forgiven to having to think that like oh they're all bigots up there they're not absolutely yeah 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 no but it's Sometimes. funny <laughs> but it's funny because the perception would have been that going back years ago you know that they are especially yeah. when the with I mean the, the, the that whole Presbyterian sort yes. of you know tea drinking we don't like we don't ever have sex you know we're yeah. just only for children <laughs> and you know that's it and then you just like pray every day for the rest <laughs> yeah. of you. but I think yeah that kind of all fell away yeah. and um I mean, even when you saw Arlene Foster on the Late Late Show here, you know, and they, you know, they were questioning her about, and she still came out with the line, you know, I think marriage should be between a man and a woman, yes. and it just sounds, it sounds now so so dated, stupid, doesn't yeah, it? Because it, really it just like it's, you know, because we've moved on so much, and like the, I mean, the lo- I mean, the fact up there. What we did here with the referendum, yeah, I mean that shook. I think that that changed so much, not just here but up there as well, and yeah. it really gave solace and sort of you know a lot of energy and strength to the whole movement up yeah. there as well. So, but I mean that was, you know, Brexit brought one good thing anyway. They enforced <laughs> yeah, same-sex marriage, you know, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so that was one of the positives of yeah. it, I guess. <laughs> We're not sure, that, but yeah, but Belfast, you have to go. Yeah, it's yeah. great fun, and you know, it's uh, you it's, get to see lots of nice things. As, as as been as sort of a um I I have been trying the last couple of years to see more of Ireland, but yeah. I'm just terrible at just 
I, you know, I just go out, like go off far and I don't think about kind of like, oh, I should yep. like go and see Galway or, you know. Yeah. Well, I've, I've been to Galway once when I was a teenager. That's it. And I was in like, <laughs> I've been to, been to, um, what's that little tiny, Doolin a couple of times. Oh, Doolin, yeah. Really, yeah, really yeah the fit. ferry to the Cliffs of Moher. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's, I love that little town, but um, I, I need to do, I need to do more traveling around Ireland. Have you yeah. been to Wicklow? I have been to Fuck Bray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been to Bray Sally's Gap is lovely. <laughs> you want to go there? That's really nice Wicklow for walks. Wicklow is beautiful. <laughs> Wicklow is one of the most beautiful counties yeah. in Ireland. So. It, it is, yeah. I mean, it's lovely, lovely. If you like kind of, you know, getting away from it all. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. That's what As I Stephen do. regularly does. I absolutely do. I escape yeah. to my mother's house in Wicklow. And yes, oh, mind we, the gap. There's lots of gaps in Wicklow, isn't there? Yeah. Lots there's of the gaps. Wicklow gap. There's the Sally, Sally gap. gap. Yeah. yeah, it's full of gaps. Yeah. gaps. <laughs> Every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Derry, by the way, Derry, legendary as I like to call it, <laughs> um, is also quite brilliant. There's a really young population there as well and very thriving music scene yes. and uh, very good pride and gay scene up there now as that, well. That's a place that's been on my on my mm. wall. That's one of the places that I wanted to go for a long time. I think ever since Derry Girls came out and I realised yeah. how, how yeah, great absolutely. the city seemed. Yeah. Yeah. So There's a whole Derry Girls tour now you can do. I, I mean, I would be I would be on board with that. <laughs> yeah. And if you could meet the, what's her name? Sister, what's her oh, name? Sister oh, Michael. Gosh. I would give anything to meet her. I, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, think, I think I would too. Yeah. <laughs> She's just the best. But anyway. But even her, her speeches <clears throat> as herself, I don't even, like, oh, yeah. I don't even know her, her real name. Mm. But God, fabulous speaker. She really Siobhan is. Siobhan yeah, is her yeah, name, yeah. but I can't remember her surname, but she is great. <laughs> she is great. <laughs> yeah, so that's another one. Yeah. And so, if you're going more further afield rather than Europe, whereabouts would you recommend it? Kind of because America is a weird hit and miss. But where yeah. would you recommend in there? America, I think, again, you know, like we we know the story there. You've got East and West, yeah, which is you know very. I mean, for me, America is all different countries. It is, yeah. you know. I mean, it's just it's just so diverse. Um, Colorado is fantastic. Yeah. Boulder, Denver. I was at Denver Pride a few years ago, wow. and that was just amazing. I yeah. mean, they are just out there, like they. Anything goes. I mean, the mile high city, it's up very high. So there, it's you're high anyway in Denver, you know, whatever else. But um, absolutely fantastic place. Yeah. And uh, they have a great food scene there as well. Yeah. But, but amazing um, <clears throat> gay scene there for, for gay and lesbians. And they're very, they've got, um, it's really like, uh, as I was going to say, it's very progressive. And that's going back, uh, I suppose that must be about nine or ten yeah. years ago. So that, that's mad because I suppose when you when when I would think about a, a gay stuff or when I would think about going to America if I was going to go through it's either you know San Francisco or like Provincetown or New York and that's it yeah. but there's these other cities because I've, I've heard that Austin is well Aus- a, a I was in Austin as well Austin's fin- amazing I mean that's one of the places that if you were gay in America and you wanted to go somewhere and live yeah. there like that's it as well yeah. Portland is another obviously, one obviously yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah Austin Houston as well yeah um, funny you know in the whole again there's that dichotomy and that kind of total the, contradiction the, in terms of yeah, the, the Texas tech- Yeah, yeah. I remember years ago going to Arizona, by the way, and I mean, this must be 15, 16 years ago, and I was at a gay line dancing, Yeah, you know, and it was all sawdust on the floor and cowboy hats and all these dudes like that. I mean, that was a bit of a mind blowing experience, (laughs) I have to say. And I was like, wow, you know, that was pretty cool. So Arizona, I like I like the idea of that. Now I get into that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe line dancing is one type of dancing I'd be kind of good at because it's very small movements. Well, I mean, you wear the check shirts all the time. Yeah, so. absolutely. Oh yeah, no, it was it was just lots of testosterone and very butch and lots of checky shirts. Yeah, it was it, and country right western music. Yeah, yeah it was, no, it was brilliant. Really, really good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. And the great hotel there, the Phoenician. It was Phoenix. I was in, mm. by the way. 
and uh, they have this great hotel there the Phoenician which was fantastic yeah so mm. really yeah I mean, so America can be quite surprising but I mean yeah I mean I wouldn't be I wouldn't be going to Ohio. No. I don't think you know, or like maybe Kansas. Or, and yes, you know. Yeah. I mean, given Kansas's reputation, well, I guess we're not in Kansas anymore, rather than we are in Kansas. Yeah. We're, we we go over the radio, over the rainbow from <laughs> Kansas, and we end up apparently in Boulder, Colorado. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is which is great. Yeah. But even Utah now, you know, they yeah. they were over recently here, and they're all trying to promote now that it's not a dry state anymore. Yeah. You know, and um, they're even you know the whole Mormon thing, of course, there is very strong, but there's. There's a whole undercurrent there now as well, of course, because they're having lots of problems with yeah. substance abuse and stuff like that. But um, again, there's a gay scene there yeah. now as well. So and Montana and all these kind of places, yeah. you know. So it's it's changing a lot. One place, one place that keeps coming up again and again and again in um in drag race is Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, I've, I've never I've 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 heard about it. So many of the queens are from there. Have you have you mm. been to Atlanta? No, I actually only went in. I've been to Detroit, yeah. which was really <laughs> cool. But um, no, I haven't been to Atlanta. I only went in and out of the airport there once oh. so I don't know what the story apparently is apparently they're, fa- they're falling over drag queens in Atlanta Georgia that's all I know wow yeah. <laughs> Chicago of course yes absolutely is brilliant yeah. you know yeah. there's there's whole villages there as well which are like there's a young village gay village there's an older one for older guys like it's it's all like broken up into yeah. neighborhoods you've got like Swedish town and Italy <laughs> And all this, but I was very, Chicago was amazing. I'd like yeah. probably live there, except for the winter gets pretty yeah, very freezing, cold. but yeah. uh, beautiful in summer and a great, I mean, great pride. I was there and yeah. a big pride thing. Fantastic. Yeah. So what would be, I suppose, your your must-see pride that you've been to, like the absolute best one that you've experienced? Um, well, I have to, I really, really enjoyed, um, I really enjoyed the Euro Pride in Gothenburg yeah. last year. That was, I think, one of the best yeah. that I've been to. Um, I, I loved it. I'm going to find out where that actually was this year because I remember it's somewhere mm. bizarre that you wouldn't expect. Because um, Dublin were in the running for that, but then they didn't get it. Ah, okay. Um, I can't even pronounce that. Jesus, Dublin Pride is busy enough. Never mind fucking Europe. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's in Greece, in oh. Thessa- Thessalonica. That's the one. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're Thessaloniki. Thessaloniki. Thessal- Thessaloniki, yeah, wow. Well, of course, that's is that near Sparta? Is it three the three hundred? <laughs> I'd be go. I'd definitely go to that. <laughs> I might need to up my gym attendance. <laughs> wow, that'd be cool. Yeah, I see. Yeah, there's that. That's interesting, isn't it? Mm. Wow. Yeah, that'd be interesting one. Like uh, uh, Athens is is also a wonderful city, yeah. and I, I, I was there a good few times, and very like loads of gay places there, yeah. and very gay friendly, lots of saunas and yeah. sort of bathhouses and stuff like that. You fit right in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't like the reputation they're implying I have. <laughs> <laughs> I only go into those places to find out how to get out of those places. <laughs> yes, just go for the stories, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, the content. <laughs> Yeah, Athens very good and great, very uh, good value. Yeah, yeah, for drinks and stuff like that as well. So, so what sort of I suppose what themes are you are you seeing as as a um, as a person who has their eye on the travel industry? Like yeah, what sort of themes are you seeing? Or like, is the is the LGBT kind of community becoming more of a, a market that people are trying to sell to specifically or you know is it just kind of yeah i mean again what i was saying to you they're like in it, it's huge i mean the the scandinavian market is huge yeah. for they totally target yeah um, and even the advertisements you'll see for 
the likes of uh, like hotel bed book place, like you know the Travagos and all these. I mean, yeah. they have like you know all their ads are all like same yeah. sex and mixed and stuff like that. So it's very much there targeted. But it's all kind of about. It's become a lot about experiences as yeah. well now. You know that kind of thing. The gay cruises became really popular for a while. Yeah. Um. And then that kind of fell away. Fell but it's away, yeah. huge. I mean, there's a whole, I mean, part of the, you see the Aida ships and those ones, they're all part of one of the one of the cruise companies. Yeah. They have like specifically designated massive cruise ships that are just for gay and lesbian travelers. So there, that became a huge business um, again. But, you know, it depends if that's party, party, party kind of stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, no, absolutely. You know, You're going to need to. Yeah. You want to be able to have a break for that. Because even I find so, um, I've been to Gran Canaria a couple of times mm. and that's very much yeah. party, 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 yeah. party. You don't, and there's not really <laughs> anywhere particularly nice to go if mm. you don't want to party. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> you, yeah. need that, you need to find the balance, which is Sidges then, as we mentioned earlier, like, that's a great place for that yeah. balance. Now, Sitges is funny, you know, I've been going there for a long, long time, yeah. right? Going way back. And I, always i it's my favorite place to go and do apartments i love to mm-hmm. rent apartments there and it's really good I, there's a great company there by the way stay sitches i'll give them a little plug ezra he's originally from israel and there's two or three of them but they're just fab and they meet you and they you know the rates are good they always give you a good bit of discount and but everything is clean and they're always central and i really like them but mm-hmm. sitches is funny you know you go through phases with it when i i, I say you know oh i'm never going back there again you know because yeah. i'm dying <laughs> you know it's just you're out day and night and you're like i'm, just, I'm never going back here again this yeah. is it this place is, is is hell on earth and then all of a sudden like you know i'm like i wonder what dates i'm gonna go back next year you know? <laughs> it's like so i'm going i'm going to sitches prior this year on the yes. 3rd of June and I'm going to go in July as well for a couple of weeks but it's just it's it's beautiful right it, it really is. is beautiful and I mean what's really incredible about Sitges I think is just they've embraced completely all the old women, elderly women or whatever you see them in their black dress you know hanging out of windows and <laughs> they just and they sit and like there's, a, there's that main street Passiag de Maritimo yeah. and they just sit there and they all just watch the parade of all, yeah. you know the all these kind of mismatch of amazing gay people from all over the world and it's, it really is the, the best gay people watching place you'll ever go I think you know, I love it I'd, I'd agree what's it the Parrot Square as well like oh if you, God, if you get yeah. yourself Parrot settled 1 in. and 2 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you could just you could just sit there and watch the world go by oh it's, it's and everyone faces out and everyone faces <laughs> and then no but it is it's unique and I think what's lovely about it as well is it's for us I mean it's so near mm-hmm. flight to Barcelona it's like 40 minutes on the Mon yeah. bus is like 7 years or something yeah. and, and the train is this is also very you know it's easy to get there but um yeah it's funny you always uh, you meet people there from like all over and it's just as a gay person you can be so relaxed there and you can also go crazy and they have the nude beaches or the nat, nat, the whatever they call the nudist beach at the end the, there's play there's humbers mortis the dead <laughs> men or whatever so you know so a lot sometimes they are pretty dead looking but it's quite nice there as well so it's it just has something for everybody you know yeah. you're really happy it's like a little gay a theme park i think <laughs> if you could call it if that's such a thing i i've i've only been there during bear pride or during the bear bear yeah, bear, yeah. bear festival and it is like that i i would love to actually go there go back there when it's off season yeah. just to get a taste of the real town because so it's so intense. I was going to ask Ed, is there a massive difference when it's Pride season and when it's not Pride season? Yeah, like, Pride is, is is I I don't, this would be my first time there for Pride. I was there, I caught one day of it there a couple of years ago, but it's 
busy, busy, like it's mad and it's great because they love the Spanish anyway. Yeah. Our festival mad. I yeah, mean, every day of the year. Mm-hmm. So, but it is, yeah. I mean, I went there in September last for the Sitges Film Festival. Okay. Now, that's really famous. I met um, Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad yeah. was there. Um, what's the name of the guy from Insidious? Patrick Wilson was there. He launched that new movie in the long grass. Was, you know, it was unfortunately not very good. <laughs> <Yeah>. But anyway, <laughs> it was like quite awful i thought but anyway but i really like patrick wilson um that was fantastic and they have a famous thing that they it's around that time as well the zombie walk okay and everyone like over a thousand people dress dress up as zombies and like real zombies and they walk through the town and that is like absolutely fantastic <laughs> you know like blood gore and everyone just goes crazy for that oh as that's well. fantastic so it's very famous for that but those are but the pride yeah i mean it's it's i booked last year the apartment so i mean i think it's going to be it's busy busy yeah right, but, okay. but it's it's bear week is not i mean for me bear week would be just it's just you can't if you're queuing for a lot of stuff yeah and, you know yeah. it's a uh, well, like the last year, um, one of the days during it, there was standing room only on the beach. Yeah, that was like it was literally wow. you got to a place where you, you, you there was nowhere to like. like you, see, that's my idea. Hell, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, it is hell. Like it's great to see it, but <laughs> no, that is I suppose, no. the first year I went to Grand Canaria and James was on it as well. We were there on the run up to Pride. So we've seen it get busier each day, but we still got a sense of what it was like yeah. when Pride wasn't on, which yeah. is lovely. Absolutely. Yeah. Which is why I suppose we're going back. But at at that similar time when sort of it's not going to be at its absolute, it's not going to be at its peak business Mm. because there is like there is something great about being part of when you're in Dublin during Pride. It's fantastic to see everyone so busy. But then if you're on holidays, part of what you're away for is Mm, to relax. Yeah. Yeah. And you need to have that space to do it. You know, you're not going to relax in a standing room only beach. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Unless you're clinging on to something. (laughs) You're out in the ocean clinging on to a couple of things. I don't know if people go to Bear Week for relaxed stuff. Well, that's the other side. Yeah, too. yeah that's, that's true. true. Yeah, no, I mean it's uh, it's it's it's. I mean they. I mean the guys. I mean I was talking to you about the guys. I mean I know like they took a week off. The stage stitches staff all had a week off after pride <laughs> after bear pride because they were just knackered. I'd like, imagine from so. Keys imagine being in. lost and <laughs> yeah. windows broken and you know it's it's Engagement it's just rings. fun fun. Yeah. <laughs> Diamond encrusted butt plugs. Oh, God, yeah. yeah, I mean Sorry. I think the the supermarkets ran out of honey, which was weird. Oh, and, you know, I don't bears know, love honey. Because <laughs> I mean, your mum was telling me that last year. I was like, Did you use that as loop? I love that. Yeah. Oh, it, like, it must have been some fun party they had or something. Yeah. There was a run on honey. <laughs> I was going to say to her, and what about the salmon? You know, yeah. like, no, but uh, anyway. Wow. But that was funny, yeah. But they, uh, what's great about that as well, is just, I, when you go there, like you fill your trolley. You can fill your shopping trolley for about 50 quid. It's amazing. 50 euros. And I mean, you know, bottles of vodka for like four or five euro. I mean, it's just, it's just so it brilliant. Is. You know the way we love bargain? I love a bargain. <laughs> anyway. And like, you know, all this chorizo and cheeses and, you know, Perfect. and you come yeah. back and you've like tonic and you've got the whole lot and it's like 50 quid. You're like, wow, that's it. Like, no, I don't have to eat out of <laughs> all that. Yeah. You know, what about the issue of, um, I thought it was Benidorm that introduced that non-happy hour. To, like, is that going to become something more widespread? in the likes of Spain and in the likes of bigger resorts yeah well, I mean where where they don't do the, the happy hour drinks thing is this yeah, yeah. And they, they're limiting people to having free drinks or whatever like that Benidorm I think it was yeah no rough. that's right yeah, there was a, yeah. there was a huge thing about that yeah um, 
Like, I don't know. I mean, Sitges, I suppose, would be, in terms of, it would be not the cheapest in terms okay. of drinks and right. stuff, I guess, anyway. than, than other Spain. You drink so, cheaply yeah. at home. You don't then drink so yeah. cheaply when you, okay. when you go yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. You're but paying your 15 euro for your double vodka and Red Bull. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I, I agree with you. But, I mean, I'm not sure what the story is. But I know, I mean, even Magaluf as well, yeah. you know, yeah. there and all this sort of, you know, when the schools all break yeah. and the kids yeah. go, that there's, yeah. there's been a lot of, yeah, problems with abuse uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. So they are, they tried to cut down on it. And then Airbnb was the other thing in Mallorca as well. That was a big problem. And in Barcelona as well, that yeah. they sort of, that was another one that they legislated for um, recently where they sort of banned, you could only rent out your place for like 60 days and you had to be there and all this wow. kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah, the locals went, they went crazy because they couldn't get apartments yeah, for, yeah, for, yeah. for themselves sort of to rent. So, wow. so yeah. just, we have to, we have to wrap up now. Um, so before you go, what would be your top travel tip? doesn't have to be LGBT related to someone planning their holiday now like what would you say is the the, the top tip that you would give them for, for looking into to sort of organising your trip way to make sure they get the best value or to make sure they get the best experience yeah I mean I think for me anyway right I always love you know I get a good I mean good, good central location right yeah. a splurge out a bit on a nice hotel yeah um, because I know sometimes you see on booking.com and you see good value here and there and I would I would think that would be something I would always pick somewhere really nice and a good location yeah and again um, you know which is easy to get to and sort of get around in yeah. town like that and stuff and then again you know near I like be when you're near sort of beaches and stuff like that that's yes. what I was saying about sitches I guess you know yeah I like that you know that I I, I hate getting going around on tubes and taxis and all that i just love that i just can walk everywhere so that for me is like perfect so i don't have to worry at night time getting home (laughs) i'm not going to be ripped off drunk by some taxi guy or you know if you're fond of a little jar um so yeah i mean for me it's simple stuff like that and then um i would say as well don't always I mean, peak time and off peak time. I like, it's nice sometimes as well if you travel, like not necessarily Friday to Monday. If you can take other days, Mm -hmm. you get, you know, airfares are really cheaper. You get much better deals, a little bit out of season. You know, I mean, I went to Mykonos in in March and it was actually very quiet, but I mean, it was so cheap. The flights were like 20 quid from Athens or something. So, but, you know, stuff like that. But, and and again, I I do like, as I said, I, I do think, it's nice as, as a gay traveler as well, you know, that you're comfortable, um, yeah. you know, and that you are going to places that you know you're going to be comfortable in. I've had experiences in some hotels when there's, l- and I'm not, I'm not anti-kids, by the way, I love children and all that, but, you know, it's, it's a little mm. bit unsettling if you're in a hotel and there's loads of families and kids, because for me, I'm just not that happy about it. And I'm very yeah. honest about that. Mm-hmm. You know, as I said, it's well, just... James and I are going to Grand Canary and we booked an adults-only hotel. Yeah. That would be 100%, I would say, definitely. It yeah. would be one of my yeah. top priorities I as well. Agree. Because I think And so. the same would go for cruises. You know, I yeah. would... Yeah. Don't, don't, book a, don't book a cruise like with, one, with, Royal no, or, with, with yeah. all these yeah. slides and things yeah. on there. Because, you know, it's going to be like... Absolutely. So those things, you know, really. Yeah. And, uh, and just, you know, and have, have, uh, have lots of fun. That's it. Don't 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 sacrifice don't sacrifice the experience in order to get a better deal. Pay yeah. a little bit extra to make sure you can have yeah. the time you actually want to have. Yeah, I totally agree. We have so few, yeah. we have so and few loads days of off. insurance, right? <laughs> yeah, by the way, it, yeah. I have my multi-trip policy, whatever that is. Um, <laughs> one of the multi-trip ones, and um, I get premier thing, and it's very good value. Yeah, and it's really good. And I said we were talking earlier about you know I would say 
bring you know the EU card because it was in Switzerland where yeah. I broke my leg skiing and I got like it was twenty six thousand pounds or euros sorry whatever was the bill and I paid like twenty two euros just for my crutches and I was like Incredible. they asked for the EU card so yeah, I, I really so thought well I love Europe yeah, yeah. well absolutely <laughs> <laughs> that's so, it no IREX has ever <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I loved telling that to my English friends as well about the EU card I was like I really love this card. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, guys, thanks a million. It's been a Thank great you. pleasure Thank to you be here. We could all you. get we'll go away and get planning now. Yeah, <laughs> Happy travels. <laughs> and Did get up to Belfast, you. I will. <laughs> Did you want to name drop the new show? Oh, my new show. Yes, sorry. A giant's uh, welcome. Yeah, my um, uh, Virgin Media 3 on March the 21st and 22nd. I'm traveling all across Northern Ireland, embracing a giant spirit, right? Just meeting the people, doing things like dark sky observatories, out with Jamie and his sheepdogs, um, the, the Ulster American Folk Museum, just all these things I never did before. Wow. And brilliant Bochar Distillery Gin and doing all sorts of mad stuff, cider, our mass cider factory. I went all over the place and unlocked the walls of Derry again. Right? <laughs> and as Fionnula said to me, if these walls could talk any. <laughs> but, uh, so thank you for reminding me about that, Martin. So yeah, so I'm excited about that. So that's going to be on yeah. Media on the yeah, March 21st and 22nd, 8pm, um, after America's Got Talent. <laughs> so if anyone's looking for inspiration about staycations, that will be definitely yes, something to tune into. Yes, yeah, and absolutely. I will be tuning into your Belfast one. So that I, I, a wee, a wee, a wee, a wee little look and everything is a wee up there anyway so no matter what size it is <laughs> thank you very much so james tell me what are you coming for or living for um i'm living for an insane story i saw today on the internet that okay. i absolutely i mean okay so in this whole like hashtag be kind world we live in now i know we're not really allowed to laugh at other people's misfortunes and i do agree with that but sometimes you see something and you just think to yourself how did they not realize this was taking the piss. So the um, the article is entitled um, Mum and Daughter Tricked into Licking Feet of Pound World Staff Who Rode Them Like Horses. <laughs> and now, I, from like reading the article, um, what, what, and, but from reading the article, what appears to have happened was someone who obviously knew the mother and daughter and knew the mother and daughter were going to be in Poundland rang Poundland and said that they were from an Irish charity carrying out a sort of a kind of one of those like uh, what like a uh, prank show type things. Oh, okay, and they were like, you've if you, framed. yeah, so it's like, and it's like, but it was like, so if you can get these customers to do these things, then we'll give you all a load of cash. And um, the the mother and daughter were in there, and they were getting their bits. And so the 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 staff at the top like had to convince them to do loads of stuff. Like they had to like get them throw eggs at them. They had to like throw water on them. They had to put like rubber bands around their ears. And then they had to do a horse like a horse race down the the aisles of Poundland oh, on the mother and daughter. And it went on around for two and a half hours. This oh, this ordeal. Christ. And so the um the the mother and daughter then left. And as soon as they left, one of them got a call on their mobile phone from the same hoaxer who was like, oh, actually, go back to Poundland. I've got more tasks for you. And when they got back, Poundland was closed. So he's like, oh, well, then what you have to do now is the two of you just have to, like, get on your all fours and, like, walk around in, on all fours in front of um, in front of Poundland. Oh, and that went on for another while. So now the mother and daughter are suing Poundland and have expressed that they now are too scared to go to Poundland anymore. I don't blame you. Wow. <laughs> do I. But it was tragic. And apparently the poor, the, the, the older woman only had one arm. So... <laughs> Gosh, it was like, it was, oh my god! I know it's, it's a tragic and awful this story. Like, 
It's beggar's belief. <laughs> but so Poundland have offered them. It's a 200... weird enough that it is actually true. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so Poundland have offered them, I think, a two hundred and fifty euro sort of a voucher and an apology. But they're like, this isn't good enough. We're going to court. So they're bringing them to court now to say that they uh, they need um, they, they need to at least at least three thousand pounds in order to make up for for it's this a weird this figure thing. to settle on isn't it yeah i know to, to to make up for the the humiliation and i suppose the um and i suppose the uh the, the the being called all these names by these people and the and, and the sort black of like beauty black beauty <laughs> wow for so some... they said at, at first it was funny like a game show it all happened on the shop floor they were asked, they had they were asked to get on their backs and rode us up and down the aisles like racehorses but afterwards we felt embarrassed we genuinely thought it was head office Oh God! Wow. Yeah. For some reason, that reminded me of a thing I seen on YouTube. Uh, even though it's nothing like it at all, where this YouTuber clearly has way too much money and free time. Set up this whole backstory company, registered a company, got a load of actors, flew Katie Hopkins to I can't oh, remember God, what I country. It was South Africa, and to win the hold on now. I know what the. Uh... The award was Campaign to Unite the Nation Trophy and had it in the background. Oh, the yes. abbreviation, obviously, she won the Cunt Award. Yeah. I, I, saw, I saw that. And I, to be, I actually thought that she must have... Um, I thought she had to have known. But I don't... And then, then I saw some more about it and I don't think she actually did know. Yeah, no. I like think she did. Um, There's no way you can was... edit her the way she was in, no, into that without... No, 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 yeah. no, Well, look, she's a cunt. Well, she is a cunt. So, so that's what you're living for. She won the award anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, I am. Um, I am living for. It's a. Well, I'm sure it's, it didn't start off as an Instagram account, but it's called Deep Dark Fears, mm-hmm. and it's literally it's um, it's as it says in the tin, but it's it's stuff that you would never admit to somebody about having a fear of, but that you probably would have the same fear. Oh, such um, as. Oh, so I'm trying to pick out like some of the best ones. You always bring um, these great things. So, every night, my cat walks all over my bed before she curls up on my chest and falls asleep. I wonder if someday she'll be wandering around and she'll step on both my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) That would, yeah, it could happen. There's there's so many. Um, Here's another one. It feels so nice when my favorite hoodie comes out of the dryer. I spend all day without noticing there's a pair of my underwear in the hood. Oh, in the hood. That's the because I saw that last Christmas. I was up um, having dinner in a, a pub near my house, and there was a woman walking around who obviously had taken her cardigan out of the uh, the, the dryer when she was in it, and there was a pair of knickers stuck to her back. And we had a conversation at her table about whether you'd want to be told or not told. And my mom decided that she couldn't let this woman walk around with these knickers on her back, and so told her about it. And then the woman looked mortified for the rest of the evening. I think I'd have preferred to not know and just get home and probably just chuck the cardigan off and not even think about. It and then not even realise that the knickers have been there all night. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. There's a, there's a fine line between wanting to know and then realising when you get home that everyone's seen. Yeah, but if you're sitting down most of the time. So here's it. Here's a, do, do, do you have any insane fears? Because I think I've talked about my insane fears. Like, as in an actual proper fear? Well, yeah. Like, we'll or go, an irrational we'll, fear. An irrational phobia or fear. Um, well, I have a very real phobia or fear of um, seaweed. Which is so ridiculous. Why? Seaweed. Also, I relate. Just as a kid, I always remember like the Irish fucking sea. There was always tons of seaweed and it just always wrapped around your leg. And I'm, I wouldn't be a massive fan of like marine biology anyway. So yeah. Oof. Nasty. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just like. It's not my favorite science at all. <laughs> no, it's not. But they're like, oh, like, and it feels like something's crawling up you and oh. 
Yeah. So that's more rational than, than what I'm about to expose about myself. Go on, I can't wait. So were you in Poundland recently? <laughs> yeah, they rode me up and down like the aisles. <laughs> I, I have, I have, and this goes back to when I was a child. I have, I, God, it's actually coming over me now. I was even thinking about it. <laughs> a, um, like I actually, oh God, of the cabbage. It just. <laughs> <laughs> What about cabbage? Like it, the way it like it squeaks when you hold it. And oh it, my god! And it, and it oh, like and it it just and it like it sort of goes into you, you know, like it just. <laughs> so like raw cabbage? Yeah, like it does like, squeak. It does squeak. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> Never had an issue with it. I suppose. So when my my um, when my baby sister as well my younger sister as a baby um probably still is she used to be petrified of sponge so if you ever really yeah. wanted to piss mm. her off you just run after her with a sponge it was quite fun but like that she used to hate the tearing and the noise it made so no it's horrible cabbage does squeak though it does no it does and it goes right into you it does it just like shivers right down into your like into your arms and <laughs> goes right <laughs> is it more the noise you hate or is it the actual it's, it's sort of the noise coupled with the sort of the the, the sort of vibrations it gives <laughs> <laughs> just for context James I'm so glad recoiling at this. Like, I'm so I'm glad, glad I asked for that clarification wow. <laughs> oh my god but yeah I, I'm well, laughing at bubble and squeak isn't that cabbage yeah yeah <laughs> which is makes sense now like oh you poor poor boy <laughs> thanks for that though that was my it's, moist toilet tissue moment yeah. against you. So, great. Awesome. Just um, so happens I have a cat. No. <laughs> oh, no. I actually, because I, 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 like, I don't, Do I know don't. we have to get him. No. A cabbage patch kid. Oh, that's okay. They're teddy bears. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> disappointing. <laughs> uh, but no, how I, do you I, feel about Brussels sprouts? I mean, they're just little cabbages, aren't they? Yeah. So, how do you feel about them? Um, little I mean, mini squeaks. I'm not. I'm not as. I'm, I don't. I used to like them now, but I've gotten used to them now because they only come around once a year. But and do you eat cabbage? No, I don't really. Yeah, no, I don't eat cabbage. I don't. Really. Are you? You're not as freaked out at, at boiled cabbage, are you? No, no. So, like, if if, if it's cooked, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I love how Martin is really trying to make sense of this. I think Martin's really. Trying no, to I'm just trying to figure out how I can use this in the future essentially uh, well i tell you what i tell you is that um so i used to live with a guy who had like a mortal fear of of um clowns okay and That's i bought horrible. this like really creepy clown doll in um in like in a charity shop and i left it sitting on like the so he he was out in the in the just in the sitting room and i snuck into his room and i put it just That's sitting there so mean. <laughs> um, and had it so that the, the like the light was shining from behind it and it was just so he walked oh, into the room wow. and he like went I'm going to leave a cabbage in your bed, like that scene from mm. uh, there, The Godfather. He, he got me back with this. Sneak oh, in. Cabbage all over my bed. Brilliant. Mm. I'm to him. Pick it up. Oh, God, <laughs> it was horrible. I once. Um, At least you weren't lying on it and then just started squeaking. <laughs> <laughs> I once had a friend who was uh, really afraid of rubber bands. And uh, I posted her a full envelope full of rubber bands. She got really excited because she thought someone sent her a present. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> she didn't speak to me for ages. Oh, it's hilarious. Okay, I'm living for all of these. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. 
Don't forget you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Big Gay Bucket List or Twitter at Bucket List Big. You can email us on BigGayBucketList at gmail.com or send us a WhatsApp on 083-402-5822. I really need to turn that phone on. <laughs> Jesus. Sure blowing up. Blowing up. <laughs> Especially after first dates. Anyway. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I don't think I, I think that if, if no one's texting me on actual phone, I don't think you're texting us on the, the lesser given away big game bucket list. Cricket phone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you like what you heard, please spread the word and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or Spotify. And please, please, please leave us a review of how terrible James was on first dates. Oh. Ah, that, that's a joke. Before we go, there's just time for me to say a massive thank you to Ed for coming in and telling us all about the wonderful holidays we can expect to have this year, so long as we don't get, well, actually, even if we do get struck down with coronavirus, we can go around. Ireland perfect um, and a huge thank you to Stephen I mean where would I be without you <laughs> much well, much further along much probably, further along uh, my, my coattails wouldn't be so weighed down yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> and of course to Martin for all of the work he puts in and making all of this take sense thank you so much and most of all thank you to you for listening to The, the Big, Big Gay, Gay Bucket, Bucket List, list. <laughs>